0: Welcome, welcome back, everybody, to the 90s mixtapes. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely calls, Jen. Hello. And we are here. It is 1994. It is February. And we are diving into some of the big-time happenings in the TV universe this month. Jen, you ready to get started?
1: hmm
0: How are you feeling today? You look like you got like a... Like half your hair is blonde, the other half isn't. You got it back in like the, you know, you got like a what is that, like a French braid? Yeah, that's what it's called. Look at that! I know what that is. Uh, you look like you're a little hype. You look potentially like, um, maybe you're not. You know, you're having a off day. How are you feeling today?
1: I'm having an off day. Um, I'm a little stressed. I'd say we were probably supposed to start recording about mm, like two hours ago. It's three true. hours ago and now I'm like, I feel like my whole day is backed up and I want to do this. Um, You know, we got visitors coming in a couple days. So like, it's a lot to get done. Well, so you ask me how I'm telling how I'm feeling. You know,
0: I think that the most important thing we could do is dive into the TV. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, we've been I agree. we've been couch potatoes and we haven't even been talking about any of these things. So let's kind of dive into it. On February first, this is just a rundown of some of the events that happened. Uh, Encore and Stars launched. Mm. As a kid in the summer, I definitely remember watching a lot of Stars. Stars had like uh, there was like the, there was there was a big competition. I remember, like wh- who would get the movies when they came out, and like there wasn't enough knowledge, like there is now, where you're like, oh, okay, I understand that either this studio you know, or this network bought the rights to distribute this movie from whatever. Filming that it saw, or whatever things that it did, or financed them. Like you just didn't know. So you're like, oh, um, Speed. What channel is going to show that when it comes out? Or Silence of the Lambs, or whatever it is. You know, it's kind of like HBO. And then did you you have Cinemax as a kid? Yeah. See, we had HBO Cinemax. Then eventually, we got Showtime. That was in like the mid '90s because they would offer those like bundles. So they'd be like, get Showtime with Star. We always had Stars and Encore though. Encore usually always had old older movies.
1: I think that might have been bundled with something else. I think we had Stars and Encore too. And then Showtime, we would get for like a month out of the year when they did the free whatever, the free Showtime trial. You know. Yeah. But we would never pay for it. But we always had HBO.
0: Always, we always and had Cinemax,
1: HBO. I guess, came with that. Maybe Cinemax Encore stars were a thing. I don't know.
0: I could, I could always remember having HBO. That was ne- we never didn't. Whenever they would cut down on channels or whatever, it would be like Stars and Encore. Well, it would be like yeah. Showtime first, then Cinemax, yep. then Stars and Encore. But then and every HBO now and again, the best. yeah. Well, it just it had all the things. I mean, it had shows. I don't. Think that they, my parents necessarily watched a lot of the shows per se back then, but it did have some shows. Did it
1: have shows back in ninety four.
0: And I, I think there was a show like called Dream on. I remember a show called like Dream on. The Larry Sanders show was okay. definitely on.
1: I don't know when like Taxi Cab Confessions. Well, they had that. Taxi
0: Cab Confessions. They, had they, real de- sex. they definitely had real sex. They had autopsy. Remember they had the autopsy I hate it. No, guy. No, I hated it. Yes, I and remember. And would it. like so, but that mm-hmm. was like the original like True Crime murders where they're like, I'm actually going to be the guy that just like tells you these things so they definitely had that there's probably other shows i'm not thinking about they definitely they had boxing because i remember i watched a lot of boxing hbo boxing so i'd watch that as a kid so they did have programming and they did get the new movies but i remember stars always being a rival always being that thing to be like oh what's the new movie and you know what it would be new movies would come out in the video store which we talked about a bunch on tuesdays right we both worked at video stores which is kind of like a 90s kid staple yeah so they would come out Tuesdays. We'd get access to them. I think I could rent it like the Saturday before or Sunday before. But I have to be back by like Tuesday at the store. They yeah, you would get, get in, in like so much trouble.
1: But I don't know what really happened. They made it seem like you'd be put in like video store jail. But I don't know what they actually could or would do. I think you just got like your borrowing new movie rights suspended for a while.
0: I think that of all the <laughs> industries, you know, to, to take a quick tangent, I think of all the industries... That we talk about, it's the one where I'm like, I could never see this institution leaving, but it's just gone. Because you, because I think about my parents a lot of times, they'll say places like a food store or a department store that doesn't exist anymore, and <laughs> they'll it's throw just, out like
1: a like my dad still calls Home Depot like Rickles or Pergamons. right? Like yeah, <laughs> Pergaments.
0: I but like I remember some of this stuff, right? Yeah. And it's like you know we still have Kmart, which doesn't exist, Caldor, right? Caldor. Right? We have a couple <laughs> things that we remember. But we didn't, I didn't work there. I know you worked at Kmart, but I didn't work yeah. there. But like Target's still around, Walmart's still, like they're still here. It's not like that retail job is gone. But like a video store clerk, it's like if I knew what I knew now, I'd be like, I don't, I don't give a fuck anyway. You're going to be gone in 10 years because you're not going to try to adapt to Netflix, right? You know, like they're just gone. Like yeah. it's just an entire industry gone, which still doesn't really add up to me. Because I was uh, doing a deep dive on the Reddit. Uh-oh. And it was one of the things that they were talking about where they're like, what's something worse now than it was before? And they're like subscription based services and also like not owning anything physically. Right. Because you're like something comes out on a subscription based service and then they just take it away and you can't get it anywhere else. And like you don't have it. And it's basically like back in the 90s, especially at this time, you know, when Blockbuster would run, you know, speed, they'd have 65 copies of the movie at the end of the summer. They'd start selling right, ten ninety nine used used movies, four ninety nine used movies, two ninety nine used movies. Come and get these. Buy two, get bunch free. That's how I got a whole lot of movies when I was younger. I don't know about you. I would go and buy them used from Blockbuster.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: So you'd build out your catalog, and you're like, okay, I always have access to this movie. Now it's like, if it's not available, all you're doing is renting the license to watch it on Amazon Prime, and if you, you know. You're stuck with ads at the beginning now. It's a whole thing where it just got worse. But we digress. Stars. Which, actually, it's it's not. Because we like a show called Heels on Stars. And then they took it off Stars. And now you can't even watch it. It's gone. There's no You can't yeah. watch the second season. It's gone. You can't watch it. It's streaming nowhere. You can't pay for it. You can't do anything. It just doesn't exist.
1: You think anyone's going to buy it? Isn't that part of it? Like, someone might take it?
0: Someone might buy it. But also, it doesn't matter. Because they've just shelved it. So if no one buys it, it just goes away forever. If someone does buy the rights down the line at some point, maybe. But, I mean, stars made the decision they didn't want to go forward with that show. And We, we liked that show. We were watching it, but we don't know how it ends. And we might never, if it doesn't ever see the light of day. February 19th. Yes? SNL. Oh. <laughs> Martin Lawrence? Martin Lawrence. I mean... I heard the uh, Martin Lawrence monologue, the uncut monologue. It was... Well, so first, I mean, he got banned from SNL. For life.
1: People almost got fired from SNL. Mm Mm-hmm. They didn't, but it was an almost. Um, This was like a big deal. Now, do you know if after this monologue, I mean, they had to go on with the... They had to go on with the show, right? They didn't just like...
0: Yeah. Of course. They went on with the show. And then and he crashed just forever? Yeah. Well, that would be afterwards, right? Yeah. I mean, he did what he did. It was on live TV. Which, I think you and like, we were talking about it. And I'm like, was the stuff he said the worst stuff? It was pretty graphic. It was pretty, pretty bad. Pretty raunchy. Definitely edgy for that time. And, as you mentioned, maybe the only time it could have went to is late 90s, mm-hmm. to even remotely kind of say some think of these he's, remarks he, about female hygiene, female mm-hmm. genitalia, like, all this stuff. Like, he's just really going out there. But it's also comedy. and
1: Yeah, but it's also on network TV. It's not... You're not seeing this on HBO. Now, if this was on HBO, I feel like it wouldn't... No one would even know It's talk, fine. No one would even know. And it is. It's on his... He has a special that this this bit is on. Right. It's just it wasn't for NBC... And I think so. Basically, we you can you can watch it, you just look up Martin Lawrence SNL and you can find it on YouTube. Um, you can uncut. find the uncut skit, yeah, yeah. Um, or monologue. you can also find it cut and like what they write like during the part. They like there's like a black screen and it is just like write about how what he's talking about. Um, so you can find it. He basically just talking about female hygiene and like, um. He is Basically t- how gr- gross a lot of women are and how they're not, they don't really clean.
0: I will just say that he used the word douche many times. Mm-hmm. And as a kid at this age, I will say this. He was dialed in because there was a lot of commercials.
1: Oh shit, the... The Summer's Eve. Summer's Eve. All, it just all never the Summer's stopped. Eve commercials. I and I and didn't I, know. I didn't understand really what no. it was. When Maybe at this point I knew,
0: but, like, but I don't know. But it was very edgy. I know it was very edgy. There was a couple yeah. words you were not allowed to say. Like, douchebag was one of them. Very edgy. Yeah. But you couldn't say that. That was like... That was like... I feel like in the hierarchy, there's like the C word, an F bomb, and yeah. then like douchebag.
1: But right? he didn't say... Hierarchy. He didn't say DB. He just no, no, douche, no Which no, I but, feel like you can say... Like, you can say ass. You can't say asshole,
0: right? Like, you can kind of, like... No, no, he didn't say DB, but I'm saying that was, like, a thing that, like, tough guys or people would... Say, like, that was just... Was people just still, not people a wor- still say it. I mean. They do, but a lot of words now have less meaning. It's it's really strange. Less str- of an impact. It's really strange. A lot of the curse words have less of an impact, and a lot of the words that were said in frequent, like, you know, kind of, quote-unquote, locker room talk or whatever other bullshit, but a lot of things that were said, um, especially... Like, slang terms for, um, you know, the LGBTQ plus community. Those things are, like, now worse than saying, like, oh, douchebag yeah, 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 or something yeah. like that. It wasn't that. But back then, those that was not a problem. You could say that stuff all yeah. the time. Nobody oh, yeah. cared. So, but this was, like, a sacred word. They like, kind of don't talk. They like, don't really say that. So when he's bringing up the topic, you know, I even see it now. I'm like, huh, it's, like, funny but not funny. He also has a whole little bit about Lorena Bobbitt, which we've talked about that. Um, yeah. It's a lot. I mean, is it a lot for network television at eleven thirty at night? Yes, because they're 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 trying to appeal to it's everybody. network television. But is it a lot by like
1: like I'm watching that when I'm fourteen, when I'm thirteen, I'm watching SNL.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm watching reruns of SNL when I'm even younger. Like so, young kids are watching this, and like so, the Lorraine Babba thing isn't why he was it was bad, but. I will say it is interesting watching people talk about something like that. Back, what was he? What was he calling? What was he calling? Um, Bobbitt's penis. He had like a funny word.
0: Oh, it was like a. It starts with a P. Like so. a like a like a piddle,
1: push. I don't even know. It was weird. He had like a weird word. I've never heard. Um, yeah. So like, if that like happened, a piddle popper.
0: Or something, a piddle popper. It was like a yeah. weird word.
1: and today like i think now if something like that happened there would be a lot of um focus on the abuse that happened in the marriage right mm-hmm. and that the abuse caused this woman to react in this way and it would be still an insane story people would be like holy shit but it would be like back then like she was like a monster right mm-hmm. like I didn't even know that he, like had raped her and stuff like that wasn't even something that I learned about until when we went over this story and I was like, oh my God, like this guy's abusing his wife and like, what? and like that's not even something because the the whole focus was on what she did. and of course, it's an insane story and it's it's wild, right? but like there was never any sympathy for or understanding for, like, a person being abused.
0: Well, look, we... That now we we would do it differently. Well, we talked about it before, and I think that what it is is that we're still in a mindset at this point in the 90s, and I think we get there, and I really do think that the turning point is somewhere around 9-11, where people start to maybe loosen up a little, but what it is is we are still on the, like, biblical idea of, like, you did something, eye for an eye. It doesn't matter necessarily the context and the pretext of what... It was to bring you to do said action. Like, Mm -hmm. we need to have this, like, righteous justice, right? Whatever it is. Like, you did this thing. It's wild. It's like, well, there was all these other precipitating factors. Right. right? But it doesn't matter. Those precipitating factors, we're not talking about those. We're just talking about this. The story is, you know, woman cuts off man's penis, right? That's the story. That's what you heard. And you're like, holy shit, that's crazy. (laughs) Like, this person went crazy. Oh, my God. They, they went nuts and they did that. But there's no real, like, context, like you said. And we really don't get into that nuanced conversation until we go a little bit even further into the 2000s. And even now, it's almost like... Even feel, like
1: the 20-teens, really.
0: Like, but I feel like we've almost gone, like, a little too far. And sure. then it, it's starting to kind of come back. And at some point, maybe, you know, in our lifetimes, that whole scale and that whole system will get to the middle point where it needs to be. Where it's like, okay, I understand that this person did X, Y, Z... However, you as a person should have reported X, Y, Z, and people are more willing to accept that report and investigate it. We're getting to a point that they're more willing to accept than that's investigate. The, and investigate.
1: We just, we just watched, and this is a 2024 thing, we just watched American Nightmare on mm-hmm. Netflix, which was just all the rage. And this is exactly why. This is exactly why right. someone like Lorena Bobbitt wouldn't have tried to leave wouldn't have called the cops wouldn't have reported the abuse because you see what happens when people do right like if you haven't watched american nightmare i know we're, we're we took a time machine real quick back to 2024 um but it's people didn't listen to women and i don't want to like this is not what the show is about but like no it's, it's true like yeah. it, it's true and um yeah his whole like the whole monologue is just super misogynist like Because the thing about the women's hygiene, like, back then, for sure, this wasn't, this was cut from air and he was banned because it was really crass. Mm -hmm. Like, he's talking about douche. He's talking about, like, women's bodies in a really graphic way and, like, smells and how women are dirty. And, like, it would have just been, like, this is too crass for TV. Now, I think it would be more like, this is so misogynist and dehumanizing, like, Could you imagine a little girl watching this and thinking that she just by being a female is gross? Because basically that's what that's that's what it comes off as. And it really is like I'm glad I didn't see this when I was young. You
0: know what I mean? Like it. But I'm still of the mindset. I think I always will be, which is why this is tough for it being on TV. I'm still of the mindset. And and you're seeing the backlash. You're seeing it happen. It's happening in real time. Like we're going to go see a a fairly famous comedian um, coming out pretty soon. Um, who's coming to our town. I like how you have to like make it a secret. Well, because I don't need to like, we don't need to, we, we don't need to like broadcast exactly where we live and exactly what time, exactly. What time. but we're going to see them. I know that other comedians like Dave Chappelle and other people like that, they all do this where it's like your phone, because it says it on the tickets that we bought, like your phone is going to be secured in a pouch. And if your phone is out, if your smartwatch is out, if anything is out during the show, you're going to get thrown out. Oh, they're I just going to totally throw you fine out with that. because they are trying to put on a performance for you and they're not trying to be canceled on social media while they work through their act. I'm not saying he was working through his act here. He's on us. He's, he's on Saturday Night Live. Night Live. He has
1: like 12 minutes to have. Oh, not even. It was like a seven a, minute six monologue. Minute
0: yeah. Like, but this is his brand of humor. So if you know him and this is what he's going to say, it's almost like the thing about comedy is that we've got to a point that. Like, you can't have a safe space with it. And people can say things that, like, if you don't like it, you're supposed to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You're not supposed to feel comfortable with all brands of comedy. I agree. It's just not, and he was definitely a performer at the time that was pushing the boundaries for all these things. Having said that, it doesn't make all this okay. No, I'm no, no. I'm trying to...
1: And I, I agree that comedy should be a safe, a safe space to say whatever you want, no matter how much it could offend people. Like, I really do believe that. And I think that that needs to be protected... I feel that way about comedians. I feel that way about music. I feel that way about really most things, books. But at the same time, like, this isn't your one-man show. This is a Saturday Night Live monologue, right? This is a group. This is a group that you're the special guest in, and it's TV. Like, it's, you know, regular old TV. What's it? Bro... <laughs>
0: Well, it was broadcast TV, but I mean, it's funny because he had a show on Fox, yeah. so it's not like he doesn't know that there's things you can't do.
1: Exactly. Well, that's the thing, too. Um, and I think that this thing that he said, this this piece is fine in his comedy special. And you know what? If you don't like it, you're allowed to be offended by it. And you're allowed to say, I don't like that shit. That's misogynistic and gross. And I don't want to watch it. And that's fine. You or anyone is entitled to those opinions. And he's entitled to offend people. I think that's totally fine. I just think this is wrong place, wrong wrong time. You Again. Because I, I agree with you that I think that comedy is supposed to make you uncomfortable. It's supposed to push the envelope. And it will offend some people. Some, like, most comedy will offend somebody. And I think that... It has that, to. I think it doesn't have or to. There's other wrong. ways to do it. Like, there's some comedians I listen to that are really not offensive. Like, uh, like someone like Chris Gethardt. Like, I don't really find anything he does, like would really offend somebody but maybe you're wrong maybe 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 it would offend somebody i don't know
0: i feel like there's always somebody and especially now when people have you know more of a voice in order to say like i am the person that's offended however
1: like who are those comedians now that are like uh heckling people or like trolling people in their in the crowd like there's
0: they do crowd work there's people that do that
1: but there's people that are getting a lot of shit for it there's i know there's at least one one woman and one man that have just gotten in trouble for it. But I don't... I can't think of the names right now.
0: But I also think that, you know, part part of the situation and part of the thing... Like, I was just listening to Larry David recently on a podcast and he was talking about how, like, way back when people used to start shit with him, you know, in comedy clubs and whatever. And he would go back at them, right? Go back at the hecklers. Because he knew that, like, half the people at the club, right, are other comics waiting to get their time, right? This is back before he was, you know, a billionaire. And... Also, like, he knew the bartenders and the bouncers. So he wasn't concerned that someone was going to hurt him because he had half the club that would have beat up the person. But the point is, like, people heckle people. Oh, people heckling people is get, fucked up. Yeah. People get, like, uh, you know, everybody's voice. You know, that's the thing about comedy. This this was Martin Lawrence's voice at the moment. This is, this is the thing he decided that he was going to say. And not just say, you know, in a quiet club where nobody's filming it, which I do appreciate... The fact that artists are able to do that now and go, hey, like you're here for the show, enjoy the experience, have a drink, laugh. If you don't like it, you don't like it, you move on. You're not here to film me and then make it that my jokes are spoiled for the next people that are coming. And also that, like, you know, I'm going to get canceled because I'm trying a different delivery of a joke or a different emphasis on different words or a different, you know, phrasing. Like, let me work, right? And I think that it's totally fair and reasonable.
1: I agree. I just. Also agree that this is not what...
0: No, I don't think that this is... You know, I don't... Yeah. No, this was... You said this was materially had. This was something Mm -hmm. he was doing. This is what he wanted to do.
1: And he wanted to push envelope. I mean, he starts his monologue by saying... Talking about being censored. So, I mean, it's not like he didn't know that this was going to be a potential issue. But, yeah, that happened.
0: Now... One more little TV tidbit that I'm going to talk about in the TV news, but we're only going to talk about it in the sense of the news. We're not going to talk about it in the sense because we're going to get into Potpourri. We're going to do the Winter oh, Olympics. Oh yeah, we do. L- Lilyhammer. Lilyhammer, Norway. I remember I had the video game. I think there was like a video game for really? the Winter Olympics. Yeah, like bobsledding sledding n- was like it was terrible. Or I feel Sega? like it was Nintendo. Might have been Sega, but I feel like I played it. <sighs> like cuz they I they, get that video. they always come out they're going to come out I'm sure with another one now it's going to be probably Mario versus Sonic in um you know in uh Paris right cuz they're going to be in the Paris Olympics they always do that they had a Tokyo one they always do like little because it's all the Olympic events are in a video game format it's just like I'm going to play this little event that might be a 40 second you know downhill skiing thing or whatever I digress <laughs> our girls Tanya and Nancy yeah yeah and it immediately became one of the highest rated primetime television programs in American history, their short program, because everyone couldn't get enough of what the fuck was going on with Tanya and Nancy, right? Everybody at this point knows, like we mentioned last month, the attack occurred. Everybody knows that, like, Tanya Harding is tangentially named in the attack, right? They might not know all the extent, but they know that somehow. She's involved. It's people that are in her orbit that are the people that are the prime suspects. So if you're talking about a frenzy of people watching something, here you are. It's just built for TV, right? It's just built. It's built for the perfect storyline for an American audience. Like we love a redemption story, right? And we also love like a fall from grace, so you're looking at it like can Nancy Kerrigan come out on top? Like mm-hmm. they everybody wants to tear down Tanya Harding, but also like I'm sure there's a contingent of people that go, Yeah man, like now you got your chance, go out and win. This is America. And then there's other people who are like, this is embarrassing. This is America. It's a fucking circus. It's in Norway.
1: Lily Hammer.
0: So it's also I think like tape delayed or whatever the case may be. I thought I remember, I thought I remembered that what they started doing with this is like putting this on like, quote unquote, the back channels, but it might have been on live too, where it would be like live. Cause I know like with the next events, it's going to be live, but then there's always like six channels that have different things. Right. Yeah. So you can watch like, oh, the hockey events are happening here at this or the, 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 the skating, you know, the, the short track and the, you know, skating ra- relay races and things like that are on, you know, C-SPAN or whatever it was, not C-SPAN, but like CNBC. It would be CNBC. It would be like these C-S-S- other channels that you like yeah. never watch. You're like, oh, okay. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember back then how it was.
0: Yeah. Well, you weren't as big into the Olympics, right? Like, you know, now with my family, like we No, always... we watched
1: the Olympics. And I think I told you I would perform. I would pre- try to do axles and and Lutzes in my socks on the kitchen floor. I was obsessed with this figure skating. Yeah, no, I watched the Olympics. But I just don't remember, I don't remember specifics like that, like, you know, mm-hmm. about what channels things were, I, I don't know.
0: Well, I remember, My. Like, I feel like the Olympics were, you know, it's either NBC or CBS, right? So, I mean, it's whatever, it doesn't matter. But, made a couple shows premiere. Aladdin went into syndication on CBS. I remember that show, I didn't watch any episodes of it now for this, but I remember it. It's a cartoon. I don't remember it. Later with Greg Kinnear, because I believe he took over for Bob Costas, didn't watch any of that. Hmm. where on earth is Carmen Sandiego? Yes, the game I am, show. I never The felt, game show, right? Yeah. In terms of, like, life now, I remember watching Jeopardy! as a kid, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, you'd feel good if you got some of them right, and you really would feel good if you got the last one. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you start watching it now, the more and more you watch it, it's like, okay, a lot of this has to do with someone's ability to retain all of this knowledge. They have to be really smart, but also retain the knowledge, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, play smart. And there's a whole strategy that evolved that was just never how it was when we watched it as a kid. When we watched it as a kid, you just went 200, 400. People just went down the categories, right? Yeah, now they go. Now they go, like, like, trying to find the Daily Double in order to maximize their money. It's a whole fucking thing.
1: It also probably, like, if you're on one subject and you switch to another one, it probably throws the other contestants off. 100%. Yeah. Because sometimes i have like, trying to watch it, I'm like, damn it, I thought we were still on words that Start with E and end with W. You
0: know what I mean? hundred like... percent. If you're not dialed in, it screws the part of your brain. And I do think that there was like a, like a pattern where if you're going down, at least for me, I kind of think about it like a Rolodex. So you're like words that, you know, words that end with L-Y. And you're like, okay. So if you're going down, it starts easier, but it gets your brain thinking. So yeah, then as you get to the bottom, you have more of a chance. But when they're doing it out of order, it's like you really, it's kind of a different game and a, and a different knowledge set. But, I mean, you have access to the internet. You will probably have access to lots of older Jeopardy episodes that you could watch stuff. Like, you have all this shit that, like, you can practice if you ever wanted to be on the show, if that was something you wanted to do. Like, where on earth is Carmen San Diego? Was a game show that I felt was, like, only the most entitled, super smart kids in, like, the super, super honors classes could ever participate in, right? Because it was kids, like, kind of our age, right? Mm-hmm. 13, 14, 15, maybe. And they just knew so much fucking geography that I knew nothing I about. Know. I know. They knew state capitals. They knew things. And I'm like, I don't know <laughs> any of this. They don't teach this in my school. Like, how am I supposed to learn this? It I just didn't read stuff like things. that too well. Yeah, like my memory didn't work that way. And I use Jeopardy as an example because I'm like, yo, like I watch some of the basic Jeopardy sometimes when they run it. And I'm like, ah, maybe, you know, and then you hear people talk about it. And they're like, I'm really smart. I know a lot of Jeopardy questions. I get them all right. Hardest part is the buzzer. Carmen San Diego just seemed like such an entitled kid show. I just liked the it. Smartest, though. Just I always the smartest it. kids that had to know all this fucking shit that I'm like, I don't know anything. It did make me feel like a dum-dum. It made me feel like an absolute idiot. Did you have the computer game? I did. I did. I did and I didn't like it. I was
1: Really? Yeah.
0: And this is again before the internet, so you couldn't even like look up answers or give yourself any sort of help to like finish well, the thing.
1: The, if you could look up answers, there'd be no point in the game.
0: You I know, thought it was fun. You know, I feel like sometimes with my phone. When I'm watching something, I do feel like it's important to have a phone or an iPad sometimes because it's like it helps me um, almost as a second screen experience, like immerse yourself in what you're watching if you're if you're using it for that reason. So if it's like you're like, oh, they're talking about like countries in South America and then you see it, then like if you could visualize it, because I might just ask one quick question, you know, what's the capital of this or what's the capital of that? And then the person gets it right. Like now, I would I would like Google, I'd look at it and be like, oh, this is it, and I could like learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't learn anything. But I think from that you show. don't
1: actually retain anything. No, I'm not gonna say I learned. Nah, I think you do
0: if you do it multiple times. Everything I have a question. Different.
1: Yeah. Last night we were watching Jeopardy, mm-hmm. and there was some kind of thing that you Googled. It was like Liz food or like Liz something.
0: Oh, hungry Liz or something. What was that? I don't know. Maybe. I think it. I I don't know. I think it's somebody on like TikTok. Oh, okay. I think it's like a good take. I don't know. Oh, boy. Okay, it was about um, like an urban dictionary thing or, or not oh. urban dictionary. I think the whole point was like.
1: I thought it was like a type of food.
0: No, they said like this group, like um, whatever it was, was talking about how they were basically like whatever the question was. They were talking about how somebody was. Um, it doesn't matter. Like an urban dictionary, like somebody's okay. like putting this stuff into.
1: into yeah, it, it's a, I was just I thought you were going to tell me it was like a hoagie. I didn't realize. Where I no, <laughs> That's that'd be where cool. I if I was like, going.
0: "Yo, Hungry Liz is a uh, you know a Philly cheesesteak only you're yes! using uh, tuna fish or something." That's like, where I thought we were tuna. going with no. it. Okay. I believe it was Hungry Liz. Where in
1: the world is common commentary? This show got a lot of like awards. It was on
0: PBS, wasn't it?
1: I believe it was
0: on PBS. But didn't it yeah. go over to PBS. Yeah, this one was on Fox Kids. Now I did like. So there's Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. This was Where on Earth is Carmen San Diego. And then there was Where in Time is Carmen San Diego. Oh, that one I liked. I think, I think Where think in the World. On, that was on PBS.
1: I think Where in the World is Carmen San Diego was the one I watched, but now I'm
0: confused. So Carmen San Diego was, yeah, well, there's Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. That had 295 episodes over five seasons. This is Where on Earth is Carmen San Diego. And this only had two, se- four seasons, okay. forty episodes. I'm
1: reading Where in the World, so I'm in the wrong. I'm on the wrong page.
0: <laughs> and then there is Where in Time is Carmen Sandiego, yeah. and I remember that one because that was you know. So Carmen Sandiego was a thief that you were trying to find as the uh-huh. super smart. But kid. then
1: she also started to time travel.
0: Well, then she time traveled back. So then that would be more history questions.
1: Yeah, I understand Where on that.
0: Where in the World, and then Where on Earth? Like Where on Earth? I think it was. I don't know. Maybe it was more like landmarks or something I think where in the world was more like she's in a city cities. it's like oh she's in Casablanca or whatever it is and then you're like mm-hmm. trying to answer these questions about the cities or answer these locations and then you had to like find where she was but again it was to me it was just an unattainable show I'm like I felt dumb watching the show
1: agree but I still watched it
0: now oh yeah yeah now the last thing that premiered to talk about that I watched an episode of was trashed on MTV
1: Oh, I'm like this. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: This show, yeah. I watched an episode, yeah. just one episode, <laughs> didn't last very long, and I could tell why. It made no goddamn sense to me. Yo. Why would I want to bring you my most prized possession, and why would I want to lose? And oh, then Oh, my
1: God. When they destroyed the kid's tape collection, I'm like, damn, that kid wishes just the I, so, I still have my tape collection, and I treasure it. So like, the,
0: ep- the episode oof. I watched, at first, they destroyed a Walkman, which I don't know if they always do that. They, like, destroy. I don't know whose don't, Walkman it was or wasn't. Know. They destroyed a Walkman. Do you
1: watch the one I sent
0: to you? No, I watched my own. I went I went off script. Oh. So the one I watched Oh, the one <sighs> So the one I watched they had like it was two boys versus two girls. I don't know if this is the same Oh, with mine yours. was boys and boys. Two boys Lots versus boys. two girls. Sausage party. Girls lost nothing. I lost none of their prize possessions. The boy had like an autographed like Byron Scott t-shirt that he got at a Laker game. No oh, shit. And they shot it up with a paintball gun. And I'm like <laughs>
1: Oh, you know what? I'm gonna tell you a secret. As um, someone that worked for a paintball magazine, mm-hmm. paintballs, it washes out. It's just sugar. It's just like sugar water and like dye. It'll wash out of your clothes, so that's actually okay.
0: Okay, but you know what? You know what also might wash out then the autograph, the that was on the shirt. <laughs> that's right? true. That's true. And then someone else had like an autographed or I think one of the girls had like an autographed picture by like a band oh, no. that she had met, but she didn't lose it. But I was, I, I can only imagine they're gonna cut that in half or something. I'm like, I don't. Why would I want to bring? A prize <laughs> possession on here. And then they ended up like, if you lost, I think you had to like volunteer for Habitat for Humanity?
1: Yeah, I'm not r i am not I just didn't understand. I didn't I'm understand like what I, was going on.
0: Like, so we're doing some sort of like <laughs> I guess like like this is prison. You gotta do community service if you lose a game show. I'm like, I don't understand.
1: Well it was cool. The one that I watched, there was um he called the movie phone, Chris Hartwork called the movie phone and they were describing a movie and it was intersection. Which we just watched. Stop! Really? Yes. Which That's I was like. Funny. And then the question he asked was, in the movie Intersection, what's the name of the actress who portrays Richard Gere's wife? And the boy answered Cheryl Stone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so on the one that on the one that I watched on the movie section, what they had is they had like a guy standing. They had like three seats, and so the guy was standing up and yelling out like the plot of the movie during the movie. So, like, the first one's like, oh, no, the guy's behind you. Oh, look out. Oh, my God. Like, oh, there's the Millennium Falcon. It's coming to save the day and blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, what movie is this? It's like oh Star Wars. And right. And then, then the another one was like, oh, you know, watch out for Buffalo Bill and blah, blah. blah. Like, he's, so he's supposed to be like the guy All screaming Silence in a the movie lamp. theater. and of the of the Lambs, yeah.
1: Did you have Eddie Vedder jumping from the rafters? And then, like, like they showed video footage of Eddie Vedder jumping. You know, in, jumping. 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 You, know, you know, footage of him jumping into the crowd. They had that, and then they dropped um, a dummy
0: onto this kid's
1: uh, no. cassette tape collection. It just, and it was like...
0: <laughs> I just don't... I don't get what the premise of the show was. It didn't last very long. I feel like uh, I, spent, I spent 22 minutes with trash that I'll never get back, and that's more than enough.
1: Mm-hmm. More yeah, than enough. yeah.
0: Shout out Brian Pussain who was on I mean,
1: it. I will say when I first started watching, I'm like, oh God, how am I going to get through this? And like the, I don't think Brian Pussain was on the one I watched, which now makes sense. But I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, But you got a Brian Pusain. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: He was like a bouncer because it was supposed to be like trying, it was like somebody was trying to get backstage. And so trying to get, trying to get backstage into like a show. They're like, oh, I know the band. I know such and such. So the person's like, oh, I want to talk to your manager. And this that so they're giving kind of little clues about who the band is. He's trying to get backstage, and then Chris Hardwick would be like, "Ask a very easy question." No, this
1: show is dumb, and that. I hate watching <laughs> stuff get destroyed. However, it is very nostalgic, and I do recommend watching at least one episode because I got exist. I got Tanya Harding uh, things. He was talking about Tanya Harding. He was talking about Lorena Bobbitt. We had intersection. We had Eddie Vet. Like it, it was so nice. It, it just was so like pop culture of the time
0: youtube exists guys you and the things that it. they're
1: destroying are like walkman and cassette tapes <laughs> and like sh- like one kid had bowling shoes that he bought in israel like i <laughs> <laughs> chris Harwick shit. is like people go to israel and there's all these like religious places and like all this like culture and you're going bowling okay like it was just <laughs>
0: Anything else you want to add to all this? I mean, that's all I had. I'm done with with trash, and I'm done with TV at this point. Are you February.
1: done with having adult me- male athletes as your RA in college?
0: Well, I feel like this show was done on the air. And we were talking about Say by the Bell, the college years. Now I, I think so I'm, it
1: exited. It it's, it said it's it, goodbye. It was. It it's been on for what like a year. It's only one season.
0: I think the thing about Say by the Bell, that worked, and that worked really well. Why are you looking? No, because
1: no, no. I forgot we were in '94, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh no, it debuted in '93, and it did, but we're in '94. So then.
0: the thing about Say by the Bell that worked, and that worked really well, is the sporadic nature of the timeline that they were playing with, with the shows, right? It was very much a sitcom. And even from what I understand with like the Tory episodes and the Malibu Sands stuff, like that stuff would just come. like they have a Malibu Sands episode. And I think like a Tory episode and a Malibu Sands episode and a Tory episode, So, like, there was just no rhyme or reason. They filmed these things, or they filmed a bunch of them, and they just kind of put them out, and you're like, oh, these are my friends, and this is silly, right? Like, but you also looked at all the the characters involved. I did, anyway, and was like, they don't look like they're teenagers, right? Because they didn't. Which I think they tried to rectify that with, like, Saved by the Bell in the new class. They tried to get, like, younger-looking, or maybe even kids of that age. They just seemed, like, older. Everything just seemed, like, silly. It seemed very Saturday morning Yeah, but if you
1: watch old Saved by the Bells, they're like b- baby. Like, the original, I will say babies. that A.C. Slater always looks older than he
0: was or than he should have looked. But like, Mark Paul Gossler looks legit 11. Like in the... Mario Lopez was born in 1973. So when Saved by the Bell went off the air, he was 20.
1: It was actually not that bad. It means he was a teenager when it was filming. Mark Paul Gossler was born in 74, which means he was 18, right? If, if, or, or 19. So they were teenagers, you know,
0: when it first, first started, they were they were on the cusp of being seniors in high school. Right. So then as it gets to the end, they're already in college. So when you're doing the college years, I think the thing about say by the bell, the college years for me that didn't hit is that it was way too G rated. Right. All the storyline. They tried to be a little edgy. I do remember one edgy storyline with Screech stealing like the nitrous because he wants to make friends with, like, the frat. Do you remember this episode? Yes, of course yeah, I, I do. Yeah, okay. Of course. I saw So whole... I So, I mean, <laughs> I mean th- that's the thing about it, is, like, I'm just like, okay, so you're trying to capitalize. Like, the thing about high school hijinks is that nobody ever gets hurt. The thing about college, especially for me at this point, or, you know, like mentally nobody ever gets hurt so it's always like, something you can mind through
1: your... the, the the viewers of say by the bell people aren't gonna get hurt i mean in real life sure. oh yeah but yeah no yeah, yeah. but
0: but any co- any high school story right you can really relate to any character or or most of the characters that they put in right yeah you know, i think of something like Superbad, and you're like oh uh, maybe i could see myself as one of these characters or one of these archetypes to watch it right when you are watching Say by the bell, you could be like, oh, maybe I'm more like this person or that person or blah, 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 blah. But they're all like kind of friends. So you can maybe relate to the fact that people of different, you know, quote unquote, social classes or friends or whatever the case may be. You're going to find something there. It's a silly fucking plot of a silly thing you've never seen. They, they all go into the max. They all have money. Everybody had like a hangout or a couple places that they went to as a kid where they ate. So you can just relate to some of these things. Whereas like you get to the college years, not everybody went to college. I am not of college age at this point, so when this show is coming out, I don't really understand all the things that they're doing. And but what I did know was that when you get to go to college,
1: but this is just going to continue to be on uh, in syndication. But what I did yeah. know is
0: when you get to go to college, this is or this mm-hmm. is what I was told. You, there's two types of college, right? You could stay home, you know, maybe get a place or whatever home, or whatever you want to do. But you could stay home and go to school in your kind of hometown. Or you can go away. What I wasn't expecting was everybody to go away, everybody to be together, and then to shoehorn in Kelly Kapowski pretty quick and bring in two other women. That is not something that I expected in the college experience. It's just not. So you're watching it like, okay, this is really a show. And then, as you mentioned, your RA is, uh, you know, what, Mr. Golick, right? (laughs) And you're like an ex-football player is your RA. I'm like, that's extreme. I mean, it would happen because, like, I remember my first RA was, was, like, I think he was, like, 26 or something. So, he was older. There were people that were older. And I feel like, I think, I forget which Golik it was or whatever, but I, I feel like he was probably, like, in his mid to late 30s. I don't think he was as old
1: as,
0: as we thought he was. Or, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, is he, like, 65 years old? You know, like, how old no, he? was, was,
1: he was probably in his 30s. You're right, but still. Born in,
0: well, no, born in 1957. Yeah, so, I he was in up. his 40s. At this point, late 30s, early 40s. Uh,
1: late 30s. Because it's so, early 90s. So, I mean, it's a, a lot. He's in his 30s, mid to, mid to late. It's a lot to be. Mid to late.
0: You know, and I feel like it was kind of. Well, I guess that f- makes
1: me feel better because I'm like, oh, God, this guy's probably 26 and I'm looking at him like he's 45. No. But no. he
0: was like 36. No, shout out though, because he was my favorite part of the show. I have to say, he was, say, so, he was so my late. favorite part of the yeah. show. You know, I
1: mean, I was really like, wow, college is crazy. You get these adults watching you. No, you,
0: you don't. They gave you the storyline of the professor that was a little too young. With Kelly, right? Like like he was too young to then well, be Well, I just with the looked him girl. up too.
1: He was born in like sixty four.
0: Um No no, he was in his thirties. It's fine. you say saying he's too old
1: thir- to be with Kelly.
0: No, 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 no. He's like a little so so I don't know,
1: I had some young professors that were like in their
0: Okay, so so okay, so if he's born in sixty four And this show ends in 94. He's 30.
1: We're also talking about the actor, not the character.
0: Correct. Yeah,
1: but you didn't have any professors at like 30 or in their late 20s? What I'm
0: trying to say is they're taking the young professor Mm -hmm. and the student. They're running that trope, right? They're running that. He's a young professor. He's not too young to be a professor. Okay, but you're saying too young. He's not a 45-year-old professor that's with an 18-year-old. Yeah, which is... He's a 30-year-old with an 18, 19-year-old, which you're kind of like... It's a little sketch, but like he's supposed to be in his late twenties, so he's supposed to be kind of hip right, and like. Right, yeah. right, right. So it's just. But she's also you know very mature for her age and very good with his daughter. <laughs> but you act like that, not you I act, was... but like as a viewer, you know that that did happen. So it's kind of like as a
1: person that went to college. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course, right. it happened. There's
0: the thirty year old professor that you're like, ah, he's a little. Yeah. And then you I had, mean.
1: Uh... It happened in high school, even though it really shouldn't have.
0: Exactly. You know, but that's again, this is what I'm trying to say. But this was actually just a plot line that we had with <laughs> Zach trying to win back Kelly. Well,
1: you didn't, you didn't date your your college professors. No,
0: and then of course you had the okay. dean, which that part of it was like, <laughs> that was the thing about Saved by the Bell that was silly. Is that the principal interacting with the students always and having a specific relationship with these kids. Maybe there are principals somewhere that do with the quote unquote troubled kids. Because I can only assume Zach was a troubled kid. But the thing is, he's a troubled
1: kid hanging out with the most popular kids. And he also, you know, I don't know if you remember, he did really good on his SITs. I know. But yeah, I remember those popular smart kids that were also bastards you didn't i mean we had those 100 like, percent.
0: so we, you can kind of deal with that but you're like the dean i'm like so the dean is the principal of the school so like and then i you know once you know a little bit more about it you're like that would none of this ever is happening at all like any of this so the absurdity bubble is. i also
1: really quick. love that the boys and the girls have adjoining rooms like that that to me never happened because like the, the professor relationship sure I, like you know that shit happens like the, the, the friends with the dean and, and the things, that's ridiculous. But, like, the boys and girls adjoining rooms, like, that didn't happen. Definitely not freshman year. Definitely not. You know what I mean? No. No. They no. Did, they
0: weren't having a suite where you're like, hey.
1: We had co-ed floors. Yeah. But not a suite. No.
0: No. 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 <laughs> no. 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 no, no. I mean, it silly.
1: wasn't like you couldn't walk over to the opposite sex's room. It was easy enough, but they were not connected.
0: It also wasn't like, I'm sure if you wanted to, there were suites, like I didn't, where I went to school, like I didn't stay in the places with suites. I stayed in a room with another person. But I'm sure if you wanted to, you could technically like, do something like that, right? Where you can be like, oh, we're going to all sw- we're gonna swap, we're going to swap people. Yeah, but, but still, the person responsible financially for a certain room and a certain thing in a certain location, mm-hmm. you know, physically and financially would still be the person of the of the opposite sex, right? It's still, be, sure. you know, John's room, you know, he's supposed to be in 212, that's still his mailbox, right? Whatever the case may be. Um, in this case, though, just absolutely goofy. It was just goofy. And I'm not surprised that it ran its course pretty quick.
1: You know what? I enjoyed
0: it. It's fair. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not say. saying you didn't, you know, you didn't have to enjoy it, but... It's
1: just as absurd as the original Say by the Bell,
0: which is also I extremely just think, absurd. Like I said, I just think they're a little younger. I think that the hijinks are a little bit more contained. I think once we get to here, I think it's really shattering a lot of the ideas that maybe kids and people could have about this kind of environment right i'm just like i don't know where what kind of college this is it just seems goofy it just seemed goofy to me seemed very goofy and i was totally upset and totally sad that like what happened to ac slater and jesse spano they're just like gosh she's gone she's too smart she's gone no she's She's gone by she's in like harvard but then he's hooking up with another girl immediately and you're like i just kind of like it's like you just you know it's the spinoff who is that Slater. Oh, Slater. It's the spinoff. They just go they away. They were
1: on again, off again anyway. But in my I mean, mind, very few people stay together. with their
0: high school sweetheart. Okay? Zach and, Zach and Kelly forever. Yeah, but
1: they, Zach and Kelly They forever. dated around. I mean, they each had their, Kelly Zach was with Kelly Professor forever. Lasky. Kelly was with, um, what was the dude's name? Zach and Kelly Who forever. was two-timing her at the fucking attic. Oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> 2 time at the attic.
1: I mean, Zach had a thousand girlfriends, okay? We, we can...
0: Listen, there's no hope with dope. You know what I mean? There's no hope. And by
1: the end, uh, Zach and Kelly are engaged. Because why wouldn't they be?
0: And they get married? Don't they get married in Vegas on, like, Jesse's dad's... Oh, do you remember the Jesse's dad's wedding? Oh, when he married, like, a 25-year-old? 100%. And, and like, Jesse wasn't supposed to be upset about that? Come I cannot on, wait to the Save by the Bell episode that we will do. Well, it's in the can. It's halfway done. I mean, we just, we're just, we're just still in the editing process. Jen, anything else you want to add about the February TV?
1: I think I'm going to watch some say by the Bell College years if I can find it.
0: I'm going to watch some uh, some George Carlin on HBO. Just talking about comedy made me think about him again. So I've been going down a rabbit hole with him. Let's get into our game as we continue to go. As we
1: continue to go, he says. I
0: only have one piece and you have none. Your role. Wow. Hey, man, that's where we're at. Three. You want a brown or you want a pink?
1: I guess a pink. Let's just do a okay. pink. A pink is oops, which it says...
0: What does it say? Mistakes? Divorces? What U.S. government Mistakes. outfit lost $84 million in three years trying to hawk retail items like T-shirts, mugs, and stickers?
1: I literally...
0: I like, I like, I'll just, so, cause you guys, cause this is not on video cause we're not doing videos yet. Oh, oh shit. First of all, first of all, I just realized something on these cards. What's that? On the side of the card, it says a year. So that must be the year that it's happening. Okay. So these three were 90 and that's 95. So this is 1995. So it at least gives you a year. Hmm. But I was going to say, you guys can't see that Jen's just voicing to me like, I don't know. As if like, we're playing a game. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? Like, it's not-
1: Government outfit? Yeah. In
0: 1995, she's still saying it. What I don't know what that means. I will translate it for you because I know the answer. Government outfit. So like, what thing that is run by the United States government, like what organization that um, they spent $84 million in three years trying to- Sell retail items like t shirts, mugs, and stickers to make money. Audience, during this dead time, Jen is pulling her lip down. (laughs) That's going to help her figure this out. Lip is now up and over the other lip. (laughs) (laughs) What you're saying to me. I don't know. Like it's like it's it's trivial pursuit. You just say I don't know. You don't look at me like, you know, I'm gonna give you a hint. We're playing against each other on I a long term. I think of game. any.
1: I literally, my mind went blank.
0: Okay. So you have no answer. No. What about the United States Postal Service?
1: Is it? Well, I have, I have an answer. Is it the USPS? My turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
0: Green pie piece.
1: Green pie piece. Green is important. And this is
0: 1990. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. What position in the U.S. government was Dr. Antonio Novello, both the first woman and the first Hispanic to hold? 1994? 1990.
0: What position in the U.S. government?
1: Yes. Not outfit, but position. We're Ziggin' and Zaggin'.
0: Head of Immigration.
1: Surgeon General.
0: Mm. Yeah, I was going to say that, but then sure. I didn't. Guys, that is a wrap for this week's episode of 90s Mixtapes. My name is Pat, and Jen was always my co-host, right, Jen? Always was. Always will be. If you liked what you heard, follow us at blc underscore pod on the X going to give it to you, right?
1: yes we're on instagram um at blc underscore mixtapes it has been a barren wasteland where i have not posted anything
0: but that's our goal but for it march it
1: could always change we, we um, could
0: always get in there you know what we do have is legacy accounts that have been around a long time so that's a good thing that is you a good can see thing and be like oh they didn't just start a new account
1: um if you'd like to hit us up and throw a suggestion a correction uh do you want to be friends uh oh i also love 90s things let's collaborate on something um our email is becky left the chat at gmail.com as in becky the duck from say by the bell right gotta, gotta throw it back um yeah if you could give us a nice review rate us follow subscribe all those things help so 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 much and thank you so much for listening we have such a good time doing this um we get to hang out in this closet filled with old things <laughs> and yeah, from Christmas lights. other people's lights basements, right? And talk about the past. And, um, yeah, it's been so much fun. So really appreciate all you listeners out there. And we love you guys.
0: And we will see you guys next week to discuss some potpourri. Jen, take us out.
1: Bye. Bye.